Hello, darling. This is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, and you're listening to the Nightmare Junkhead Podcast. What? in and out of your consciousness like a bad dream you can't wake from, this is the Nightmare Junkhead Podcast, a horror podcast that only runs when being chased. <laughs> My name is Greg D. <laughs> and that's the fucking truth, and I'm Genius McGee. <laughs> and on today's episode, in preparation for our third Nerdoween horror movie marathon, we decided to get creative and program our very own fictional 24-hour horror movie marathon. But before we get into that game, let me remind you we were part of the phenomenally frightening phantom podcast network phantom. and you can find all of our past episodes along with a host of other horrific horror podcasts at downrightcreepy.com or if you're like me and you like to listen to us on the go simply search for nightmare junkhead in your itunes or soundcloud app hit subscribe and when we drop our latest episode we'll download directly to your listening device of choice all up in your marathon hole and this particular episode will be released on October 20th. Mm-hmm. And if you are in the Kansas City area, that is the date of... Nerdoween. Yes, our third one, you guys. Third time that we've gathered at Tapcade mm-hmm. and put together a little ho- ho- a Halloween horror marathon yep our third time with three movies and it's been a great time Mm -hmm. this is it's it is our favorite time of the year Uh, yes it's the most wonderful time of the year and this is the weekend where we are truly marathoning yes we are we've been preparing for this yes this is this is going to be an endurance test it's going to be a wonderful endurance test and much like any marathon runner you know we've been preparing for this we've changed our diets you know Mm -hmm. obviously a lot of a lifestyle changes we've been getting ready like uh, a montage yeah yeah we're the best around nothing's gonna ever keep us down so i was actually thinking more rocking till you drop you know Ah. it would be a little bit appropriate for the time of the year uh but no we love love yes. the horror marathon yes i love participating in it mm-hmm. i love just attending them yes i love the idea of just programming right them. and we've been fortunate enough to be able to program and that's what we're doing again so that is the beauty of it in mm-hmm. fact the and i'll be honest i really haven't had a chance i haven't really participated uh, in a horror marathon with, until like the last few years. Same. Really? Yeah, same. I wonder why that is. I don't know. I mean, I've always done it at home. Well, yeah, and I'm talking, and I'm not necessarily talking about home, but like just in terms of going out and but attending. But no, yeah, yeah I, same here. It's, have, have they, they had to have existed, correct? I think, but only maybe like in New York and LA, you know, we're here in the middle of Kansas. I hate to say it, Kansas City, Kansas and Missouri, we just got cool. You know what I'm saying? It's like... We were kind of now we're kind of like part of the cool kids, and it's like well, it's, now we're getting cool shit. You and know, well, the the beauty of it is, and then the next night on October twenty first is the Dismember the Alamo Marathon yes, is I, back, right? And this is the first year that we are actually getting to host it mm-hmm. because the previous two years I've just been an attendee. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just I've just been there and enjoyed. I've had a great time with those. Yeah. Uh, and the bonus point here on this year, gang, is uh, all of the movies, all four of them. 
or 35 millimeter. 35 mil, yeah. Uh, confession, this is going to be my first just member. I know. Well, you usually there's other stuff. That's Well, that's the great thing in terms of kind of how the Kansas City area has become a thriving. Yeah. One is, I'm not going to necessarily horror, you know, world. Kansas City loves its horror. It, it truly does. And so in October, you have a lot of options. A lot of options. It's so great. So the fact you have to turn your back on one thing, but mm-hmm. you're going to something else that's grand yeah. is pretty great. In fact, I'll even, I'll give definitely give it a plug. Yeah. It's the same night over at Screenland Armor, guys. Guys, Todd Sheets' news film, uh, Bone Hill Bone Road. Hill Road is going to be premiering with uh, a certain person in the audience, uh, a lovely Linnea. Indeed, you guys. Linnea gonna... Quigley. So I... on October 20th, guys, you have the option of coming and hanging out with us with our little Nerdoween horror movie marathon. Mm-hmm. Or going out and hanging with Linnea. So... And we even said this off mic. <laughs> We're like, man, what if you had to make that choice, what would you do? I know, right? I... I... We both, went, go to we both went. We both went Linnea. We both go see Linnea. Like, yeah. So if you don't show up, we understand. However, if you cannot, we strongly suggest you come see our little triple feature of wonderful horror anthology. So, tales. what other marathons have you attended? Have you attended any as a non-host? Uh, as a non-host. As bes- a non-host. Besides you, mm-hmm. none. Okay. Okay. None. Because uh, last year, it, rather than... I take that oh. back. I take that back. Uh, but it's always been at somebody's house. Okay. Okay. But mm-hmm. nothing necessarily outside of the house. Right. Because that's what's really interesting with this. Because, again, we definitely encourage people to host your own movie horror marathons. Absolutely. It's a blast. You don't have to wait until October to do it no. either. <laughs> <laughs> We've showed it before. We, uh, also, coming up in December is, yeah, oh, of course. is our triple Christmas movie marathon. We always incorporate a horror right? movie in there. So, yeah, you don't have to... It can be any day. For but in terms of seeing it out and about in the theaters now, uh, last year, in lieu of Dismember the Alamo, uh, Alamo did the Never Sleep Again marathon. Mm-hmm, which, which was dope, I heard. I, had, I was very fortunate to host that, and it was a blast. Now, that was the long Longest one I've ever attended or hosted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, and that was you could see the rise and fall and rise again of a franchise all in one sitting. Yeah, it was exhausting though, <laughs> and that's the I thing bet. that I that I had to kind of realize is I'm not the young buck I used to be. We're no spring chickens anymore. <laughs> no, and in fact, the idea of even participating in a 24 hour movie marathon. Yeah, that's that sounds rough. <laughs> I don't know if I could do it. <laughs> I don't know anymore. if I could either. And At least not a Awake. Oh God, no! Well, that's in terms of kind of putting this together. Um, obviously, there are still theaters that are doing the twenty-four yeah. hour marathon. There's, and kudos to them. There's one in Chicago. I know that's going on. Mm-hmm. I think there's one in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I think there's one in L.A. And it it really kind of in, it inspired me in a way because we love basically programming the Nerdoween ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, the first year we did it. Because uh, again, every every podcast is someone's first podcast. So uh, the first year we did our Nerdoween, we did demon themes. Demon themes. So we had demons. Mm-hmm. We had Night of the Demons and Demon Knight. All played well. Mm-hmm. The flow worked wonderfully. Mm-hmm. Uh, because and then that we were like, oh, so we open up with something we know no one's seen, right? Because guaranteed, no one saw demons. <laughs> Rick James. <laughs> Greta's great. Uh, and then uh, Night of the Demons is definitely your cult classic. And then mm-hmm. Demon Knight killed. It's such an underrated, 
great, fantastic Billy movie. Billy Zane just chewed up the scenery. Uh-huh. The audience fell in love with it. So it was a great time had by all. Yes. So our second time we did it, <laughs> we were inspired. It's number two, so sequels. All sequels. And we wanted to represent a nice little, uh, some 90s, 2000s, mm-hmm. and 80s. So we opened up with Scream 2. Mm-hmm. The, the rules of the sequels. Yes. That's why we started with it. And mm-hmm. that played well. Mm-hmm. Uh, great crowd. Uh, our next one was 28 Weeks Later. How to Improve on an Original franchise also played like gangbusters truly a scary film mm-hmm. and we ended everything we the buzz was back yeah <laughs> texas <laughs> chainsaw massacre part two dog wheel hunt how to deviate as far as you can from the original first and sequel. unfortunately how to really separate an audience because <laughs> that one yeah i think everyone was having fun and then that one really separated the audience. <laughs> and I think at that point, if we would have even had another film after that, we may have had a walkout or two. Maybe. You know, and that's Maybe. really that's really truly how divisive it was. Right. And so, so and I've had the pleasure of seeing that film do that <coughs> several marathons. I had a, a marathon at my house. Uh, the first year I actually did a horror marathon, and I did a representation from Friday the thirteenth. Nightmare on Elm Street, mm-hmm. Halloween, and Texas Massacre, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So, um, and then, so I made sure I opened up with Friday the 13th Part 4, mm-hmm. uh, followed by Nightmare okay. on Elm Street Part 3. Mm-hmm. And so that was all indoors. Mm-hmm. Now, the last two films I usually like to do outdoors in my backyard. And as it was, for some reason, I don't know what it was, but I just had more neighbors in the backyard that night. And I had some first-time people that have just moved to the neighborhood. Now, keep that in mind as we're watching the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2. <laughs> and uh, The new neighbors are watching a snuff film. I don't know what's going on. He's got it on a projector. It's all 8 millimeter. I, I, don't, I don't know. Somebody's it, wearing somebody's face. It was so awkward because I was so aware of what was happening. I was like, oh, my God. We're, they're totally going to call the cops on us, man. They're going to they're gonna walk way around my house. That's when you take a cue from summer school and say, so the genius of Tobey Hooper yeah. is just turn it into like, <laughs> <laughs> Art 101. I probably should have done that, but unfortunately. So I've, I've seen the power of that film right, right. and what it can do with an audience and what it can do to the flow yeah. of that. And so that was the other thing, just in terms of kind of when we were programming this, you know, you have to think about the films and where they lie. And mm-hmm. so we I, we are going to start doing this yearly, basically. Yeah. Uh, in lieu of our Nerdoween marathon, we thought then from here on out, We'll always then, on the day it drops, mm-hmm. program our own 24-hour horror movie marathon. Yep. And so this year, just in terms of kind of putting everything together, we wanted to make sure we had parameters, mm-hmm. but we wanted to make sure it was also very easy. This is our first time doing this. We, yeah. didn't, we didn't want to tax our brains or anything <laughs> like that. There's there's too much shit already going around in Halloween time to exactly. get Exactly. Too... I, I wanted this to be fun. Right. Fun homework, per right. se. And so I just, it's like, let's make this easy. Let's make this an all 80s movie marathon. Mm -hmm. And that's easy enough for us. That is the heyday. That is when we grew up. Right. That our favorite films are from the 80s. So that being said, I kind of opened it up. I had two main things that Mm -hmm. had to happen in your pull list. Okay. One of them was, obviously, you had to have a representation from every single year of the 80s. Yes. So you had something from 1980 all the way up to 1989. It wouldn't be the 80s without it. Exactly. And then the other stipulation was, now, keep in mind, guys, 
Technically, 12 films would probably be a 24-hour film marathon, but mm-hmm. occasionally get... Horror movies are known to be rather uh, short. some brevity there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes rather rapid. So, so we included 13. So that being said, you had to include at least three icons mm-hmm. from the 80s. And I, I leave that up to you in terms of what you consider an icon. So you need a representation from every year and at least three icons. Mm-hmm. So now that being said... This became challenging for me. It, it this became super challenging, man. Because you are discluding so many films. <laughs> I, know, right? I am discluding some of my all-time favorite films. Exactly. It was like like we say the Sophie's choice. It really was for like every fucking category. And so what we're going to do here is uh, I am going to give you my choice. Oh, and the other thing is one of the things I love, absolutely love with a good horror marathon mm-hmm. or the showing of trailers. If you do not show vintage trailers before films in a horror marathon, you're not doing your job right. Right. Okay, I'm just telling you that right now. So I added the challenge of including two trailers that would introduce your film. Mm -hmm. Okay? And so um, for me, and so what we're going to do is I'm going to give my list. Genius is going to give his list. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to put together the Nightmare Junkhead list. Right. Okay, so would you like to go first or have you? You, sir. Okay, so... Again, I took this very seriously. Um, so the trailers that are going to start us off mm-hmm. are going to be Madman mm-hmm. and Sleepaway Camp because we're going to be doomed <laughs> with this particular film. Uh, we just did a commentary track for it last week. I'm opening it up with an icon, and we're doing Friday the 13th Part 2. Okay. Now, I'm already there's people clicking. Well, why not Friday the 13th Part 4? Right. Why not Friday the 13th Part 6? And let me tell you this. Uh-huh. Friday the 13th Part 4, I think, is the perfect Friday film. I think it's everything that you want in a Friday film done right. Great cast, great kills, great direction. Uh, Friday Part 6, we did a live episode on it, Nerds uh-huh. of Nostalgia. You know we love that film. Right. I think it works great. It's a great direction turner. Uh, part 5, sleazy good. <laughs> but for me, man, Part 2... It's scary. Mm-hmm. It's so scary. It is mean. Go back and listen to the commentary track. We gush all over yeah, it. It's <laughs> but for me, this is before all the rules were established for Jason, mm-hmm. and you just got pure distilled, un, un, just pure unfiltered Jason. Jason. Yes. Yeah. And so for me, that is the best way to kick off. Okay. So we're starting with Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. Okay. okay. Now the trailers for our next film. Are going to be eating Raul. Oh wait, hold on. We have to do Ooh. trailers for two each two film. Mm-hmm. I only thought two main trailers. Oh no! I, I no. only. I. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. Okay, I only have two trailers prepared. No worries. So. No worries. Oops. Again, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Again, the fun homework and the okay. homework. Okay. <laughs> so the next two trailers that are going to open up are going to be eating Raul. Uh huh. And deadly friend. Okay. And the film is my representation from 1986. And it's weird that it was made in 1986 because it looks like it came from straight from 1981. I am, of course, talking about where shopping costs you an arm and a leg. Chopping mall. Damn right. Mm. Are, you, are you checking that one out? So the reason I also put this one second is it really, truly feels like a pure 80s film mm-hmm. and pure of a, in terms of aesthetics. Mm-hmm. The shopping mall that's utilized, it's from Commando. And it's a lot of fun. It's a blast. And it's got um, uh, a cameo from Mary Rorunov and um, Paul uh, 
from uh, Eating Raul. Yeah, exactly. It's got Dick Miller. Yes. It's fighting gremlins, gremlin-controlled robot security guards. You got genre icon Barbara Crampton in it, mm-hmm. and already see, and there's a better film from '86 with Barbara Crampton in it. But I chose yeah. this one because it's also, again, this one's also very fast. It, these two first films are under 90 minutes, mm-hmm. and I think that's important. And like you said, man, Chopping Mall's fun. Right. It's got also. I, I I put it up there with a head explosion from Deadly Friend, which is boom. Yeah, wait, I include wait, wait. that. And, and <laughs> Mrs. Uh, oh my God, what's her name? Uh, Anne uh, Ramsey. Yeah, Anne Ramsey. Mrs. From uh, Mrs. Fratelli. Mrs. Fratelli. Get out! All right. Yeah. <laughs> between him and between her and BB in that film, it's yeah. frightening. Yeah, Deadly Friend's a lot of fun. So yeah, uh, second film is going to be Chopping Mall. Okay. Now the next film, the trailers that are preceding it are Deadly Spawn. Mm-hmm. And Terror Vision, because we have a film from 1983, Terror from Above. Mm-hmm. This is the one I think we might get, and I'm hoping we get our first walkout. Is uh, 1983's Extra? Extra. Yeah. If you haven't rewatched that one in a while, guys, I need to rewatch that one. It's cr- it's it's like creepy Cronenberg does mm-hmm. ET. That you know how you're always talking about how the covers scare you. That one was one for me. I that's a that was a scary movie. For you know me. what actually scared me was the back back cover of that one because it had that like reverse backward creature thing. I didn't even turn the thing around. Didn't get you that? Nah, fuck that. No, this movie is gooey. It's gory. It's wet. It's creep. Like I said, this is good body Cronenberg horror. Yeah. But also you have don't like. Don't dream and be. You don't want to embrace this one, no. actually. No, this is not the Cronenberg <laughs> you want to embrace. This, like I said, I think based on the content of the film, I mm-hmm. think you this one is where you might get your first walkout. Yeah. And I think this is also a film that just doesn't get the credit that it deserves. So um, after Extro, the next trailers that we are seeing are from Jaws. Don't. And the movie Prophecy. And I'm not talking about the one with Christopher Walken. I'm the, the baby one. The mutant bear one. Uh-huh. Because the next film is from 1984, and I'm giving you your first international flavor with a film from Australia, guys. Uh, we're going crazy down under with Razorback. So I wanted to inject, you got kind of a monster from outer space with Extro, Uh but what I love with Razorback is, number one, it's it's a really, it's a pretty film. Mm -hmm. Like, it's shot beautifully. The cinematography is fantastic. Um, Second, and this is also why, obviously, why you stay out of the outdoors... You will never see me in the outback. No, exactly, exactly. There's big ass bears and and fucking wild ass boars the size of fucking thing. Rawhead Rex ass big ass demon monster Razorback. Fuck no. And then you got the crazy um. You want to save me, my shack? I'm gonna stab you with my didgeridoo. You got Wolf Creek shit going on, and everything in Australia wants to kill you. Fuck An- all that. Another noise. one that's not technically horror, but is a very horrific fl- film that's set in uh, Australia's Wake and Fright. Uh, it's and it's got a Donald Pleasance role that will blow you out of the. Oh, it's it's disturbing, man. It's wonderfully. It's check it out. I highly recommend it. Uh, but you know, Razorback's a lot of fun. It's a mutant Razorback. It's it's in the it's title. A Razorback. It's, yeah. It's more of it, but I will say that it's more action horror mm-hmm. than traditional horror. But I definitely wanted to make sure we get a monster in there. Now, uh, the next film, the trailers preceding it, will be the original Nightmare on Elm Street, mm-hmm. and the film Bad Dreams. Because we are getting our next representation for me for an icon. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went back and forth with this one. I went, I looked at the original. 
I looked at the third. I looked at the fourth. I looked at them all. Mm-hmm. But honestly, in terms of where it came up in the order of the films, I needed something that I don't know if everyone's going to really enjoy Razorback. You know, because I need to win them back. So right. the easiest way to do that is to go back to Elm Street and dream warriors. Number three. Got to go with Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3. Mm-hmm. It's a fan favorite. It's still scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, Freddy has the personality at this point, uh, and you're drawn to the teens. Yeah. Again, we've talked. It's the winner. Frank, Frank Darabont. Yeah, and it's the Chuck winner Russell. of the. Yeah, it's the winner of Into the, the Mount Madness. Madness. Yeah. So to me, that's a perfect one to look at. Now, again, I Absolutely. looked at the original. Uh huh. And it's so good and scary. It's so good and scary. I almost started the marathon off with the original, and I looked at number four. I love number four. But I had to go with number three on that one. Yeah. Now, okay, so at this point, we're five films in. Mm-hmm. Now, depending on when you start the marathon, if you're starting in the afternoon or in the evening, you know, if you're five films in, you're starting to get a little tired. I think you start <laughs> to get a little slap heavy. And it's perfect because our next film, it's from 1981. It's our second helping of uh, international horror. Uh, it is preceded with trailers from City of the Living Dead. And House by the Cemetery, because it is two. It's the second of the Gates of Hell trilogy by Lucio Fulci. It is 1981's The Beyond. Oh, nice. Now, this is the film. And honestly, this is a film that I think really rewards you seeing it in a theater. Yeah. With and with, now with this crowd, though, and again, five films in. You're going to get weird. You are, and you're coming off of a high from Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3. Like an Italian rickety cricket. You guys want to get the weird? <laughs> and that's the thing with this film, is it is wonderfully weird. This is Fulci at his most Fulci for the most part. Um, yep. These are the dangers of you know wandering into the gates of hell. Um, but also, I can imagine if people start kind of falling asleep and dozing off... This is the film that I want them to wake up just randomly and seeing the most insane shit. Right. Seeing eyeballs popping out of heads. Technicolor madness. Just like, ah. To me, that's that would be. And then, of course, the diehards, are, I think, will enjoy this as well. Because just in terms of Fulci's work between this or Zombie, I think, is what you would be looking for for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the sixth film. Now, the trailers for my next one here. And again, keep in mind, I really think this is about the time that people are kind of drifting off. Uh, the trailers that are going to precede this next one are uh, Popcorn and the movie Demons. And I'm going to give pure credit to the uh, Pure Cinema Podcast for this one. But uh, this is my representation from 1980. It's all about a socially awkward introvert that has a lot of movie knowledge and rides around on a scooter. Uh, it's not my so-called life. It is uh, a great slow burn uh, from 1980 called Fade to Black. Nice. Now, you have not seen Fade to Black, correct? Mm, okay. Correct. I'm going to give total credit to Rebecca McKendry from the Shockwaves podcast for turning me on to this one. Uh, this is a this is a true slow burn. This is one I think people will fall asleep to, unfortunately. But I think this is going to be a truly rewarding film for those that stay with it. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you find yourself a socially awkward, introverted movie nerd. You don't necessarily have to ride a scooter. It's a bonus point. <laughs> but it hits all those points where it's kind of like one of those... There, but for the grace of God, go I. Right. Like, I'm never going to be that guy, but ooh, what would happen if that happened? Uh, Mickey Rourke is in this one, oh. and it's young Mickey Rourke. Oh. Uh, so, no, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a lot of fun, but it's truly, it's a slow burn. It's a true slow burn. So, 
from a slow burn, you need something to inject the uh, the audience at this point. So the trailers for our next film are going to be the original Night of the Living Dead mm-hmm. and Day of the Dead. Mm-hmm. And I got to ask you, do you want to party? Because <laughs> it's going to be party time with 1985's Return of the Living Dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on now. Yeah. Yeah. We've done a yeah. commentary track yeah. for it. We've done a uh, What's the Score segment for it. Uh, this is a This is a film. This is my... This is my comfort food. Yeah, exactly. And it's a great, great fucking movie. It's first timers, million timers. It's 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 a it's a great fucking piece of cinema. You can just just enjoy and relish James Karen's performance. We've got Linnea killing it in this one. Mm-hmm. There's so much to love. And again, I feel this one gives you energy. Yeah. Uh, and I, I either was I was going to go with this one or Day of the Dead. But it's really funny because they came out the same year. They both have really dour endings. Exactly. But with Return, you still you have the energy though. You're, yeah, you're, it's still more fun with Return. I mean, they're both dour, but one's happy dour. Because day, goddamn, that's a dour as ending. <laughs> the, the film it makes itself. you choke. <laughs> yeah, truly, truly. So I wanted to make sure to give some energy on that one. Now, the uh, damn squiddly diddly, squiddly diddly. Those sounds you hear in the background, gang. Uh, those are the bottle caps on my bar that are attaching themselves to Genius's arm there. Because I always hear that in the background. I'm like, I'm sure people are like, what the hell is going on back there? <laughs> it's better than when I'm just eating jelly beans. That's, so. <laughs> just noshing on them in the microphone. <laughs> right. So. So the uh, trailers for my next film are going to be from The Thing uh-huh. and In the Mouth of Madness because my representation here is from 1987 and it is part of the Apocalypse Trilogy, guys, Prince of Darkness. Mm-hmm. I figure you can't have a, a a marathon of 80s films without a little JC. Right, and then, of course, man, that's how you do it. And honestly, this is this is one of those films that, again, just in terms of where it is, People are probably going to be thinking they're having that dream. <laughs> they're going to hear Donald Pleasant saying, "People in the presence, they have the same dream." <laughs> we come from the future, and that's another one. Imagine falling asleep and waking. That would be my luck. <laughs> I guarantee you, if I attended this one, I would have been staying strong, and I would have dozed off. And right when I'd wake up, would be right when that scene happened on the big screen. Greg. Oh. <laughs> It would be horrible, but no, it's one of my favorites. Uh, Obviously, again, part of the Apocalypse Trilogy from John Carpenter. So, our next film, uh, the trailers that we're going to be showing beforehand are going to be for the original Halloween Mm -hmm. and the original Halloween 2. And I'm giving you guys, it's going to be a Donald Pleasance double feature because I'm going with my next and my last icon, Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. Nice. It's all in the title, guys. This is not anything part of Season of the Witch. Nothing along those lines. Now, this is actually a return to form for the franchise, many will say. Although, we love part three. Yeah, yeah. I would have liked to have seen what they could do with this because, I'll be honest, the Halloween franchise to me is probably the weakest out of all the big franchises. Um, they have more misses than hits. Unfortunately. And it's sad to see. Uh, But for me... Um, Halloween four is kind of the Halloween for the eighties. Yeah. In terms of reintroducing reintroducing Michael Myers back into the canon. Making him scary and, and back to his like Yeah. You know. And the whole film works for me, and we talked about this before, is mm-hmm. and this is the thing that can really make or break a film, especially a horror film, is if you incorporate kids into the film, think about what a different film the gate would be. If like Stephen Dorff and them did not work so well. Right. You know, we wouldn't talk about the way we do, but no, Daniel Harris. Yeah. 
She's so good in this movie. She is. She's. I remember seeing it in the theater and going like, that that little girl's a good actress. She's selling that scared. She's 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 acting. So and she found herself in a lot of genre films. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, she's in the Last Boy Scout, which is fantastic. Yeah. And she grew up in the scene as well. And what's really funny is the fact when Rob Zombie cast her in the Halloween reboot. Yeah, the remake. <laughs> Yeah, which again, you know, <laughs> we're is, not gonna go into that one, but that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Danielle we'll s- Harris, she's she's a she's a treat, man. Just drink. <laughs> and, and interestingly enough, the um the very night that we're recording this is uh, we're gonna be hosting a 35 millimeter screening, yeah. of Halloween for the return of Michael Myers. I'm so excited for this one, but yeah, I haven't seen. I've never seen this on the big screen. Me, I have when I was a little when See, I was a okay. lad. So I'm <laughs> I'm really looking forward to that. So. At this point, gang, we've got three films left for my marathon. Um, people are either exhausted or they're still they're still they're still kind of hanging in there. And so I got to reward them. So my next film, the trailers are going to be Invaders from Mars mm-hmm. and The Fly. And I did a couple of trailers for remakes because this film from 1988, I think, is probably one of the best remakes from the 80s. Yeah, I it will is, agree. The meanest movie, I think, from the 80s. I will uh, agree. <laughs> Chuck Russell's The Blob. Yes. And I like the fact that we have, this is the second film from Chuck Russell with A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3. But for me, The Blob, man, oh my God. If you haven't seen this in a while, I cannot recommend it enough. Yeah. Uh, Matt Dillon. Matt or Kevin Kevin. Dillon? Kevin. Kevin and his mullet. Yes. His, his powerful Herculean mullet. Thing um, should have its own SAG card. Shawnee Smith. Uh, Genre icon. Right. And, honestly, uh, and everything works. Paul McCrane in this film dies horribly, as he does in RoboCop. <laughs> and as he does, funny enough, if you ever watched ER, he played the surgeon Rocket Romano. He loses his, spoiler alert for, he loses his left arm in this crazy helicopter accident. And doesn't a helicopter Squ- crash on yes. him, like, a season later, like, out of fucking nowhere? I don't know if he had in his contract that his characters had to die horribly, but in The Blob, oh my god, his death, and everyone dies horribly in this film. Yeah. He, it's so mean. It is mean. <laughs> and the effects are top notch. It's I think this is another one that I think injects the crowd with some adrenaline. Yeah. And you need that because we're going into our last two films, and I purposely programmed these two movies to to be my last two and so the uh trailers for my my second to last are going to be from it's going to be torso and the texas chainsaw massacre part two because as our film from 1982 proves you don't have to be in texas to have a chainsaw massacre (laughs) this is uh my last international flick from spain guys i am talking about pieces Mm -hmm. so have you seen pieces by any chance I have not. Okay, so no, I didn't either, and it was a blind buy on the Blu-ray that I'm trying to remember. I think it was Grindhouse Pictures put it out. I had heard about it. I heard it was this crazy. The trailer is fantastic. The trailer, it's like, the tagline is, it's exactly what you think it is. <laughs> I mean, come on. That's, that's fantastic, right? Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> and... It's so batshit insane, uh, much like a good, like, Ita- you know how, like, those batshit crazy Italian films can be, the genre films? Uh-huh. Very much the same way here, where you get really weird, tra- like, cultural translation things that just, it elevates the lunacy, but then it's also a super gory, violent film on top of that. So that's another film that I think people are going to either embrace or, or boo! You have one person, I was saying boo earns. <laughs> or another one that they wake up and they're going to go, oh my God, what am I seeing? So, which leads us to our very last film. And the trailers for our last film are going to be from uh, The Incredible Melting Man mm-hmm. and From Beyond. 
because this is my pull from 1989. I think this is a film that plays, it's a little bit more relevant now than it was in 89. And even though it's kind of a slow burn, I honestly think if this is the last thing you're going to see from a 24-hour horror movie marathon, and especially from the 80s, if you don't go out with a shunting, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> so I am ending yeah. with 1989 society. Yeah. Because, I, I... <laughs> again, if you if you have managed <clears throat> to stay awake that entire time. The, your whole vision is going to be one shunting. Yes. <laughs> You're just, everything's going to be a shunting. It's going to be like a truly 4D William Castle experience. It's when I went and I remember seeing Showgirls for the first time. I walked outside and if I had seen a pair of breasts, I'd be like, eh, fine. <laughs> you know, so I'd Meh. like to think that uh, that Brian Young's a classic would definitely warp you. And again, I would also think about like the stragglers that are going to come in and check out the last few flicks, the cheaters, if you will. Mm-hmm. Why not send them off with pieces and society? So thus endeth my... Uh, 24-hour gory to the maxathon, if you will, uh, for my little pulls there. So very nice. I would I would make a big attempt to stay awake through the whole thing. Again, I, I if I've timed it so there's some good ones to sleep through. But if you can yeah. pull through, man, I guarantee you a fun a fun horror. You know a uh, what are we what are you talking about the Marathon. roller coaster? There yeah, go. a horror roller coaster. Roller coaster. Of gore, say so, what? Now, okay, I'm gonna throw it over to you. Now, you had different, some different. Uh, again, you had to pull from each year and mm-hmm. the icons. Mm-hmm. Now, you didn't necessarily order yours at this point. No, I didn't. Lay down I, what you did here. Okay, so um, my criteria for this one was, um, I wanted the reason why I didn't put it in order is because I wanted all these movies to be fun, because I want them to be able you can drop in and out of them any way you want but because you maybe there's either you've seen them or they're just a fun thing to see um i made sure that it was going to be with the crowd inside a theater that was so makes that a was, huge difference mm-hmm. um so that's why I'm, you're gonna have people doze in and out and so one i wanted to make it fun but i also wanted to make it under scene as in not everybody has seen it but if you have you're gonna love it if you haven't you're gonna love it my whole entire theme was fun. This was going to be all fun, nothing too serious, nothing too stupid, right? So, and we'll go in. We probably won't see Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer right, on this list. Okay, right. there we go. This there is we go. someone. This is you can bring groups, you can bring yourself, you can bring just just fun. I wanted it to be fun, but I also limited myself to. Um, it could not be something that one we have either shown in the theater. Or in the past recent memory, or spoilers might show. You're gonna let the real world affect your fictional programming choices? That's bold, sir. That's bold. So that's another one of my criteria. So that's why there's no real specific order. It's basically you can put any of these movies on, hit them random, and it's gonna be a party. So you're gonna have a good time. I think that's a nice flow. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to start with going through my years, okay? Okay. Now, I'm going to have to cheat on one of them, and I'll explain why here in a minute. You're the programmer. You can pretty much do whatever you want. Okay. So, I'm going to start off with 1980, okay? Now, what's a movie under scene that's fun oh for no let me let me rewind let me rewind um before the trailers came right i came up with two trailers that i thought was going to be the theme 
So I have two trailers themed. Nice. But I uh, can go if I'm. One thing I've learned going to high school is think on your feet when the teacher gives you something else that he throws a curveball. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Absolutely. And since this is an oral report, then like, okay, cool. I'm going to think on the fly. So I have trailers from every year that will coincide with wild cards and possibles. Wow. Nice. Okay. Nice. <clears throat> I like that. All right. So starting in 1980, we're going to go, I'm looking, the trailers are going to be, um, honorable mentions of the fog and um the shining okay but i want it to be fun i want it to kick off everything so the trailer main themes are going to be chud the trailer not the one that shows the movie nope. just the teaser nope. trailer and then a one from Terror in the Isles, which is an anthology-type documentary movie that I remember seeing in the theater, and everybody was disappointed because they thought it was going to be a scary movie, not a documentary clip show, but I ate it up. You saw that in the theater? I did. That's insane. I did. So that's going to be my thing because it's like a greatest hits yep. trailer. The trailer is a greatest hits trailer. Yep. So that's going to be my theme. So my first theme, my, so my first honorable mentions, I said, was The Fog. And I'm going to give it to The Shining. But I want it to be fun, like I said. Like oh, I remember, yeah, right? Motel Hell. What perfect way to start this off. It's fun, but it's and it's goofy, but it's not too goofy. There's some good scares. There's some great gore. The takes all sorts of critters, right? right? To, to make Farmer Vincent's fritters. So that's a that's the one I'm doing the show. That's a great. That's a good pull for me. Oh man. Uh huh. So my next trailers for 1981 are going to be Saturday the 14th and the, and appropriate. Mm-hmm. And student bodies. But let's keep this fun movie going with American Werewolf in London. A great pull there. Mm -hmm. And actually, that one, I mean, not only does it work as a horror comedy, but the horror elements are great. Are horrific. Right. It's a, and it's a fun, once again, it's a fun movie. It's not too gory. It's not too uh, comedy. It's a perfect balance. It does. That's give credit to John Landis on that one and mm -hmm. balancing that one. Nice pull. Okay. So number two. It's going to be the trailers are going to be Poltergeist and Friday the 13th Part 3. Fuck Shelly. Um, but I have to put this in one of my all-time favorite movies. <sighs> but I can't say it because it's we're according to my parameters, we're going to do it. So this is where I need a mulligan. Okay. Fair okay. Enough. I cannot do 1982 without going into the thing so i'm you know what fuck it i'm good, looking good at my programmer. list i'm looking at this list basket case good call we're doing basket good case doing and belial together mm -hmm. like that it's fun it's gory it's stupid but yet it's 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 perfect so. it's dirty new york mm -hmm. and again you're the programmer you can you, this is the one you can come out in front and tell everyone yeah you're gonna have a dirty time but you're gonna have a good time it's a dirty movie i rewatched that one and it still holds up great okay so um 83 i'm sorry 83 is where i can't find it because there's nothing either we've shown everything in 83 or it doesn't fit the fun criteria okay so i'm gonna choose a random one for uh no no so mulligan basically. this is the mulligan fair yeah. enough fair enough okay 84 i could have my trailers are gonna be gremlins going with the fun theme and then Night of the Comet going with the fun theme. Totally. But we're going to show Chud because it's my list. 
it's a fun movie. It is a fun movie. It's gory and it's scary as fucking shit, at least to me. So it's a great one, also if back to back technically with Basket Case as well in terms of dirty New York, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're showing Chud. My trailers for eighty five are going to be Cat's Eye. Oh hmm And Life Force. Good call. Now I was gonna play Life Force, but we've shown screen that one on a thirty five. So we're gonna show Return of the Living Dead. Now people are gonna say, but you shown that we did, but not. It was over a year ago, so it fits the parameters of the thing. Plus, any time you can watch Return of the Living Fucking Dead, why not? All right. Okay, so eighty six. God damn, this was a hard one. This was this was this a is a tough really year. fucking hard one. So. We're gonna show for trailers chopping mall. Good good selection. Mm-hmm. And maximum overdrive. I'm gonna scare the hell out of you. Mm-hmm. Cause that's another one that's like fucking fun. That was one that was that's like, ah, oh, which one, which one? But it came down to one of the ones that uh I love and ironically we're watching in the background, Night of the Creeps. Nice. Oh no, no, uh, not yeah, Night of the Creeps. Yeah. Night mm-hmm. of the Thrill me. No, but we're, oh, we're no, we're watching Night of the Demons yeah, behind no, us, but, but Night of the Creeps, 86. Uh-huh, so that's going to be that one. For 87, Creep Show 2, and it's going is my trailers, mm-hmm. and also Street Trash. <laughs> but we're showing one that has not been in theaters. It is a very popular movie, and very good scares, and a very good sense of humor, but we're showing The Lost Boys. I still believe... And our, now, do we would was that one where we would actually get all oiled up and everything, mm-hmm. and you know, do a little Tim Capella sax, sax and saxophone, if you mm-hmm. will. Every, we, this is the time where you, we would bring in the ramen for everybody oh, to God. eat, right? <laughs> Maggots and everything in between. Mm-hmm. And actually, that is a film that really truly holds up to this day. So for '88, my trailers are going to be The Blob and Cheerleader Camp with the rap in it. Mm-hmm. Now this is the ironic one because it's Night of the Demons. Is it? Okay, yeah. there we go. Night of the Demons. It's fun. It's scary. It's not overly fun. I mean, it's not overly funny. It's not overly scary. It's just a perfect balance. The music works. Linnea works. The effects works. It's just a great... And it's a great Halloween movie. And beware of the uh, our next uh, Into the Mouth of March Madness tournament for next year, guys. 1988, the year is packed it is, with a lot of stuff. It is going to be a tough fight. It's a tough, it's a tough bracket. My, my, I'm throwing my hat in for dead heat. <laughs> <laughs> That's my dark horse. <laughs> Steve Johnson would thank you. <laughs> okay, so for 89... What can I? What movie can be more fun, more encapsulating of this? The party atmosphere, just the goofiness, the wonderful activity of it, with a little bit of Horace Pinker. Shocker! Shocker! Mm-hmm. I was hoping you were going to go for that. I was like, oh, yep. you know what's an '89? That's a really fun one that Shocker. doesn't get enough love. Shocker! All the fucking way. One, one. It is super underrated. It is super underseen, and to see it in the theater again, even though it was, it still was long enough where I can go see it again mm-hmm. in the theater. All these ones, that's the hard thing. Even the ones I was like, ah, I'd still go see this in the theater, even if we did it yesterday. Yeah, you know. So and Mitch Pileggi, he's super scary in that movie. Yes, Horace Pinker is genuinely terrifying, but it's fun too. Very fun. Oh, so. and once the end, Wes Craven just added the <laughs> yeah. insanity, and that movie. 
that's another good one and that's another good one that would work well at the end because just how weird the film is i wish it would have been a franchise i mean a little, i could always use a little more horse pinker that's great they're on the jumpsuit so um for my big three i chose i chose um friday the 13th i chose nightmare on elm street not and i'm just showing mm-hmm. the ones the, the franchise yeah, yeah. and halloween Okay. So this one I'm going to have to run by you because based on your criteria, one of them might not work. So for um, Friday, I figured what's a good fun one? And I was like, part six. But I couldn't show it because we've recently shown it. And so let's go part four. It's scary. It's a lot of fucking fun. And it's a great one that, like, even if you've seen it a hundred times or your first time, it's a good way to show off what Jason is. It is what a Friday the 13th movie should be. Mm-hmm. And um, you get the, the Crispin Glover dance as well, so yeah, yeah. that on a big screen in and of itself would be fantastic. <laughs> it make you want to ride and go under the covers. <laughs> um so, and then for Nightmare, I'd have to go with part three. Fan favorite, um, great fun. It has to be in well, there. Well, you, you talked about the balance on a lot of these films, and that one is probably the most yeah. balanced. Mm-hmm. And so that's, I kind of got a good little theme going on. Now, here's my Halloween. What's fun? What's underseen? And what should be like a little bit more allotted and celebrated in the Halloween franchise, but part three? Good call. No. So if you've listened to this podcast, we're of the contingent that it is underappreciated, underseen. We we really appreciate it. But there I remember back in the eighties though, I was part of the contingent that was like, Ew. Yeah, fuck that. I was the same way. I was like, they ain't got no Michael Myers, that's not a Halloween film. Go fuck yourself. But now I'm like, man, this is fucking great. And it's so. the, add to that the appreciation of Tom Atkins mm-hmm. and yes. anything, you know, that even also just in terms of uh, you know, what Tommy Lee Wallace was able to do, that with Friday Night Part Two, uh, the it miniseries. So just in terms of his stamp on horror in and of itself so well and that and that it's also just a great halloween story you know just just a good season of halloween tale and, and dan O'Hurley is so wonderfully sinister in that one <laughs> yes i believe they're all out for the day you know just <laughs> but um those are some good those are some fantastic films so that, that that's my choices okay so now what we're gonna do then is based on both of our selection here we are now going to put together the Nightmare Junkhead Horror Marathon based on these films. Right. So, we both agree the opener. Let's. We need something. Now, oh my goodness. So, how do you want to put together the main list? Do we go with each other's parameters here? Um, okay, so to make it easy, I wrote down what you chose for the years and stuff. Or do we just say, you know what, what? let's put whatever we want, and then we can just say, you know what, that's a great film to start with, and then we can follow it. Yeah, let's blah, play blah, blah. it by ear. Let's play it by ear. We, so we're, we're, we we're definitely good. need something with energy, because mm-hmm. this is your first film. You've got to announce your presence with authority here. Okay. So do we want to go off with a scare? Do we want to go off with the ease? Or do we want to go off with a slow burn? Do you want to throw him a curveball? Again, you know, and think it's it's the nightmare junkhead horror marathon, if you will. So we've got our mm-hmm. brand behind it, right? Uh huh. Now, what are we going by? Certain year? Or? No, not at all. Not at all. Okay. Um, In fact, I'm going to leave this one up to you. You're going to open one of these films. Return of the Living Dead. Okay, we're going to start with Return. Do you want a party? 
my first intro asks a question. The rest of the thing is going to answer it. That's a great reason, a great pool, and a hell of a way to start. Fuck yeah, I want to party. Okay, so our second film, mm-hmm. do we try to up the insanity? Mm-hmm. Do we maintain the level, or do we take it down a bit? Okay, so let's think of it this way. We're starting off strong, okay? So we're starting off, so let's up things. Energy. Let's uh, up things fun-wise, weirdness-wise, okay. energy-wise, and then when it goes a little bit slower at towards movie four or five, let's go a little bit more slower burn. So we're thinking fun and weird with this next one then. Yes, fun okay. and weird. Okay, so I could definitely, in ter- now fun and weird for me again, I could definitely go with the beyond. Uh-huh. Again, maybe something on the international side, because I would like to make sure we've got some representation on there. However, in terms of the fun and weird on your end there, Chud's always a good one to look at for fun and weird. I'm down with Chud. With Chud? Let's go with with Chud. Chud. All right. So we start with Return of the Living Dead. We've got Chud. I think we then, again, I think we can go ahead and not try to up the the insanity, but let's stay the same level. Mm Mm-hmm. We've got some underground dwellers here. Let's. Look. It feels like we're doing a puzzle live uh, on the air. Yeah, it's it is. A, actually, you know what? Speaking of a puzzle, let's go crazy. Let's risk the walk out here. I want to give them some insanity here early. Let's go with uh, pieces from 1982. Okay. Cool. Because this is the one that, again... I like the idea that about three films, that the first two films are going to be crowd pleasers. You know mm-hmm. what? We're not going to risk anything. But that third one here, let's give them something to make them go, what What the hell? Yeah. Either we get the walkout or we get or we get someone that's like, hells yeah, I'm with you guys. So we've got pieces off one. the board. So now, let's give them something a little bit more of a slow burn. What do you have on a slow burn on your side that could work? I don't have any slow burns on my side. No slow burns on no your slow. How about, um, let me look at your list. How about Prince of Darkness? That's a slow burn. There we go. That is a true slow burn. And I think a nice companion piece after pieces because there's insanity in pieces. And let's face it, there's some truly quantum insanity in Prince of Darkness. So we will Mm -hmm. definitely follow pieces with Prince of Darkness. After Prince of Darkness, let's do the blob. Okay. Let's go from slow burn to mean. And also a very fast paced film as Mm -hmm. well. Okay. I like that. Now, next, let's. Oh, wait. Um, how about after the blob, um, let's keep a little bit mean, but a little mm-hmm. bit weird and start bringing up the energy. Okay. Uh, how about, uh, let's, I'll leave it up to you. Either night of the demons or night of the creeps. Let's get a night one. Oh man. That's a toughie. I'll go. Let's freak some people out with some, uh, lipstick. Let's go night of the demons. demons. Perfect. I'm not saying that a detective Cameron couldn't thrill me any other way, but let's face it. After the night of the demons. What do you think? I'm thinking Chopping Mall. Chopping Mall would be a great, because that's another, it's 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 quick. And it fits, it, it's kind of like, see how it's the pattern's going a little? And we also got a nice gathering of teens in each yes. of those as well. Okay. Okay, so now that we have a gathering of teens, um, let's do one of the icons. How about Friday the 13th Part 2? Let's kill some of those teens. Let's kill some teens with two. <laughs> Friday too there I like that okay. now now let's keep it now we're going a little bit scary okay oh. so let's keep it scary okay now in terms of truly scary mm-hmm. I'm trying to think in terms of what I have here on my list there's nothing truly scary on mine do you and I know yours are usually a lot of fun for the most part right how about um Halloween 4 I could do that let's go back to back back to back slashers mm-hmm 
I can do that, actually. That will be our double feature, and also of the icons as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then this will be, the next one will be our 10th film here. I've got to squeeze this in. We've got a couple of fan favorites with the icons. i got to throw an extra somewhere. I need I need another walkout moment, and, you know, people are going to be happy after part four. I'm sorry, we're throwing extra in there after Halloween four. Okay. Now, after extra, so we've got some sci-fi weirdness. We've got the Cronenberg horror do we you want appease do you want to, the audience? We need something okay, from your end. We need something let's, fun. Let's, let's appease the audience and let's go. We need um, something fun. Let's go Friday through uh, Nightmare Three. Nightmare Three done. Dream Warriors. Okay, it's always time for prime time. Now we've got two films left then for the Nightmare Junkhead twenty four hour horror. Okay, marathon. so let let's see what we have. Let's see what we between our two choices. Let's see what we have left. Um, we have Motel Hell and Fade to Black. Right. Mm hmm. Um, the Beyond. Um, let's see. Then Razorback. We, Razorback. Then we and have and Society. Society, and then I have Shocker. Oh, we're doing we're doing Shocker next after Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three. Come okay. on, a perfect perfect. Because shocker. you know, come on, he was yeah. kind of uh, in response to yeah. Freddy Krueger. Cool. And you know what? Let's stay with the S's again. People are dumb. They're they're dumbfounded at this point. Can we can we go out with society? And a shunting? Uh-oh. Silver Samrock. Yes, it is. Holy shit. It's Halloween 3. Mm-hmm. That's I don't a know sign, if you dude. can hear it in the background, but Halloween 3 it is. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a sign. That's a sign. This needs to fucking happen. So I don't know if you can hear it in the background, but we do have a little Halloween 3 <laughs> on the score. <laughs> And goddammit, it isn't that Silver Shamrock theme song coming in here. So, let's recap then, man. For our Nightmare Junkhead 24-hour horror film theory, let's go every other. So, I'm going to start. We're going to start with Return of the Living Dead. You have the list. I mean, you have the main list. So, we're so. going to start with uh, Return of the Living Dead. Uh-huh. We're going to then follow that up with Chud. Nice. We're following that up with Pieces. Uh-huh. We're staying with the Peas with the next film with Prince of Darkness. Mm-hmm. We're getting mean then with The Blob. Mm-hmm. The very next film will be Night of the Demons. Followed by Chopping Mall. Followed by Friday the 13th Part 2. Killing some teens. Followed by Halloween Part 4. Keep killing some teens. Followed by Extro, which is birthing some teens. Doing some things. <laughs> uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3. Yep. Shocker. Yep. And then finishing everything off with Halloween Part 3. That sounds fucking awesome, dude. I would totally do that. I would check out that. I would, You know what? I would check out all three of these. And that's the beauty of this, you guys, is whether or not it exists or not, put it together do it at home. Suggest it for some of your local theaters. But this would be a this would be a lot of fun. Yeah, right. I'll be honest, man. I don't know now. It and my hard to do, man. Seven films was hard enough, man. But if you're looking at thirteen films or something like this, shit, it was hard to pick. Like it, this was this was like, oh man, this one or this one. Ah, so definitely uh, sound off uh, at Facebook at Nightmare Junkhead and on Twitter at Nightmare Junk. Uh, you know what would be your picks for your marathon? And like I said, we're gonna basically do this from here on out. And, mm-hmm. what, and there's so many other films we can choose from. We could just, oh, you know, do an all 70s. Yeah. And all 90s. We can mix it up could, with we themes. We could do all slashers. We could do all, all, like, whatever. A lot of films to choose from. We could from. do alphabetical, you know? <laughs> and uh, honestly, again, I want to make sure to give a shout out to the uh, Pure Cinema Podcast. They put together an episode recently about triple features. And they said, you know, because you, you look at, this is tough doing 24, you know, 24 mm-hmm. hours. But if you can do three films. 
as we do at the Nerdoween mm-hmm. Horror Movie Marathon, it's much easier <laughs> to put together something that's coherent. So again, make sure you guys on October 20th, the day this is released, please come and check it out, guys. Yes. The third annual Nerdoween Halloween Horror Mar- Movie, Mar- bleh, movie <laughs> Horror Marathon. Triple feature. <laughs> so until next time, guys, this is Greg D. I'm Genius McGee. And we will see you in your dreams. Three more days till Halloween.